I just want us to take just a moment and, and just give God thanks because it is Thanksgiving week and we want to thank God for all that he's done. But we also want to thank God for what he's going to do. Just looking forward to this next year is an incredible privilege and opportunity. So bow with me, if you will. Our Father, indeed, we are grateful. God, you are so good. God, you have blessed us. You have poured out your blessings on us. And I'm every time I say that about myself or about this gathering or about anything where you pour out your blessings, I, I go back to the covenant of Genesis 12 and know that you promised blessings on Abraham and his family and that through him all the nations of the earth would be blessed. And so now we look back and know that that blessing is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, God, we are blessed. And so, God, you call us to be a blessing to others. So, God, this morning we want to thank you for 2023. It's not over yet, but we thank you for all that you've accomplished this year, for all the folks who have taken a stand to trust Jesus with their lives, that that we go out onto the beach and, and we celebrate there what you're doing in individual lives. But then we come together as the body of Christ and we worship and we celebrate and God we we study in your word and and we get better acquainted with you and we get to love each other and so God we thank you for 2023 but God we look forward to all that you have in store for 2024 so God help us to look for long for wait with anticipation every move that you make And help us to stay so close that we don't miss them. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. So we we are going to look at a verse this morning that, uh, you know, we see it on, on, on little signs in our houses. You know, we'll put it on little signs in our houses and 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 a little picture frame, you know. Uh, what faith is, and and we always look at it like this is the definition of faith. And quite honestly, I talked to people about it. I said, what does that mean? And I've admitted preaching on it before that I don't understand the definition. And people say, well, it's this. And I go, yeah, that didn't help me. You know, if you've come to an understanding of what Hebrews 11.1 1 means, fantastic. But I've not yet had anybody say to me, this is what it means and go, okay. Man, that was the light bulb moment that explained it. I got it. Just didn't work out, you know. So um, so I'm going to try to show you what it means. Justin, can I use you this morning? Will you come up and help me? Come on up, Justin. All right. I'm going to show you all something. This is, this, is, this is what it means. You ready? See my two chairs up here? Anybody wondered why I got two chairs up here? Anybody wonder? Okay, Justin, can you pick that chair up? Cool, now put it back down. All right, so does anybody believe Justin can pick that chair up? How do you know Justin can pick that chair up? Because he just picked that one up, and that one's bigger than that one, right? All right, Justin, pick that chair up. See that? Everybody had faith that Justin could pick that chair up, right? Right. Everybody know Justin? This is my friend Justin. All right, all right, here you go. Justin been what? No, don't go anywhere yet. No, we're still going. Mike, come on up here. This is my friend Mike, too. Mike plays the drums. Y'all see Mike when he's sitting back there on the drums. You know what I think drummers are? Drummers are kids in a toy box. They just want to play with everything. (laughs) 
right? Mike, sit in that chair right there. There you go. All right. Now, I know some things about Justin that I know I'm not going to hurt him. All right, you ready? Anybody believe, Mike, uh, that Justin can now pick that chair up? (laughs) No, we're hurting Mike is what we're doing. All right, so we all are looking at Mike in the chair, looking at Justin going, yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) Can I just tell y'all all, all, we have an incredible lack of faith that might be rightly so, right? I mean, I don't... What do you think, Justin? You think you can pick it up? I try. You try? try. You have your own doubts? A little. A little. All right. All right, y'all go sit down. <clears throat> see, this is... this is. You see what... Thank you. Yeah, yeah, guys. Thank y'all. All right. Let me read the passage for you because it's quite a long passage and, and, and really we're just dealing more or less with the first couple of verses here. It says this, Hebrews 11, 1 to 16. Now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. For by this our ancestors were approved. See that? By faith we understand that the universe was created By the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain, than Cain did. By faith, he was approved as a righteous man because God approved his gifts. And even though he is dead, he still speaks through his faith. By faith, Enoch was taken away. And so he did not experience death. He was not to be found because God took him away for before he was taken away he was approved as one who pleased God now without faith it is impossible to please God since the one who draws near to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him and by faith Noah after he was warned about what was not yet seen and and motivated by godly fear built an ark to deliver his family By faith, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed, and set out for a place that he was going to receive as an inheritance, he went out even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he stayed as a foreigner in the land of promise, living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, co-heirs of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, even Sarah herself, when she was unable to have children, received power to to conceive offspring, even though she was past the age, since she considered that the one who had promised was faithful. Therefore, from one fact, from one man, in fact, from one as good as dead. I underline that phrase right there, just because I'm getting older. All right. From one as good as dead came offspring as numerous as the stars of the sky and as innumerable as the grains of sand along the seashore. These all died in faith. Although they had not received the things that were promised, but they saw them from a distance, greeted them, and confessed that they were foreigners and temporary residents on the earth. Now those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they were thinking about where they came from, they would have had an opportunity to return. But they now desire a better place, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Let's pray again. God, thank you for your word.
Thank you that you have something to say and you have said something. God, help us to hear it. God, help us to trust you. Give us understanding, God, of what you desire to see in our lives by faith. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. So, so I sort of titled today's message, Live a Life of... Well, no, Life in Faith in Life. Life in faith in life. That faith be the center of our lives, that, that our life is a life in faith, and that our faith is a faith in our life. You see, this sort of play in this circle uh, understanding of what it is that God uh, wants in us. All right? So what is faith? I mean, what do you believe? I mean, I wanted to do the little illustration, and, and I'm grateful for Justin and Mike being willing to come up and not knowing at all. Now here, can I just explain a little faith? Justin had no idea. Justin's only been with us, what, several months now that he's been worshiping with us, and he and I have met in other situations and been around each other, and, and yet he trusted me. Right? Let's say, let's go ahead and say, Justin had faith. <laughs> and Pam's shaking her head going, no, I know this guy. Do not trust him. No, you see what I mean? That's faith. You understand what I'm saying? That, that there is a knowledge that we have. And beyond the knowledge that we have, there is a trust that we have. Right? I mean, for instance, the first chair I brought in here this morning, I brought it in here and, and I said I set it out like that and it, it was leaning sideways and I was like, it was a it was a chair just like this. And it was not stable. And I thought, God, am I supposed to use that one and challenge somebody to sit in it and watch them fall down? No, let's don't do that. Let's don't do that. But what had happened was, is that chair, somebody had broke this, this piece out of it so that it was all lopsided and sideways. And I was like, I don't trust that chair. I'm not going to sit in that chair, right? So, so when we talk about trust and faith, it's based on something that we know, something that we, we have um, either observed, experienced, or something that we know based on the character of what we know or who we know, right? This chair, somebody designed fancy metal chairs like this that you can close up and stack in the corner and then you break them back out and they can hold us. We can sit on it. I trust it. I trust some engineer, right? I trust some engineer that came up with this design that said, yes, Bobby, you can sit your hundred and something pounds in that chair and know that it's going to work. Y'all know something? I don't know the engineer. I don't know who he is. I don't know whether he was competent. All I know is, is that he designed a chair, and I've sat in these chairs before. So I trust that they'll work, right? All right, so when we look at this verse, and it says this, and this is, it was really cool doing the, the picking this apart. Now, faith is the reality. I thought, reality? What, what, what? And now this is the Christian Standard Bible. This is a translation that I've been, it's in the chairs. If you need one, take one. Um, but, but, but this is what I've been using for a few years now. Now faith is the reality. Substance, some people like to say, right? 
of what is hoped for. And I thought, all right, what is that word? That word, and I, I hesitate to tell you the Greek word because it makes you think I'm important, but all I do is look it up. I took Greek 30 years ago. Can I remember it? No. The word, is, 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 pronunciation in Greek, but I want you to hear the word. Hupostasis. Do you recognize an English word in there? Not hoopo. We're not talking about hippos. Stasis. What is stasis? Anybody know? It, 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 it's an equilibrium. It, 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 it's a. Here you go. Here's 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 the translation from the Greek stasis to the English stasis. Stasis. It's a standing. And the hoopo is simply a preposition meaning of or by, of standing. So faith is the standing of what we hope for. This, this, this position of standing as opposed to, and this really carries out in the understanding of the word, as opposed to sitting or falling. Okay? It's a standing. Where do you stand? That's your faith. It's where I stand. I stand here in what? In a knowledge of the God who has shown himself and proved himself and done things beyond all that I could ask or think. And I go, God, I, I trust you to accomplish your will, your purpose. I, I trust you to accomplish your plan in my life. Guess what? If it doesn't work out the way I think it ought to, guess Yes, the key in that is how I think it ought to. You see, God knows what he's doing. God has done, God is doing, God will do, and I have faith in that. It's the proof of what is not seen. Now, I looked up the word proof. You ready? <laughs> Pragmatone. Yeah, you hear an English word there, right? I feel like I'm in uh, my big fat Greek wedding. I can prove to you that it came from Greece. No, I'm just kidding. Pragmatone, meaning sensible, realistic, practical. It is the it is the the rational understanding, trust, faith, hope in what we do not see. Now. There's a whole lot of verses here that obviously I'm not going to get to them. So, so what are we dealing with with this one verse? Because it says, for by this our ancestors were approved. By this faith, which is a standing and a, rea a practical, sensible reality. Okay? Our ancestors were approved by this faith, this kind of faith, this belief, this trust, this hope in the God who what? The God who did all these things in all of these lives. It's by faith we believe that the whole universe was created by the spoken word of God. God spoke creation into existence. Made it from things that are not visible. By faith, Abel offered a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith, Enoch was taken away. I preached on this one time. 
When I was preaching years ago, I was preaching on the stars of God's story. We dealt with individuals throughout the whole Bible. That thing, that 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 topic of messages lasted a year and a half, two years. I forget how, but we went from Genesis to Revelation and and just dealt with people in the Bible. I, I, on Enoch, I said, "Can you imagine being Enoch's family? One day, you, Dad, you know, one kid's come in and goes, where's Dad? Oh, he's back in his bedroom.'" You go back there and he's like, no, he's not. Well, maybe he's out in the barn. No, he's not. Well, where is Enoch? He just isn't anymore. Right? Why? Because, here you go. For before he was taken away, he was approved as one who pleased God. Now, here's another verse we like to put on placards in our house. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. What faith? The kind of faith that trusts God for every step of the way. Because if you go all the way back to Genesis where Enoch is mentioned, he walked with God for 300 and something years. He walked with God. That's faith. Walking with God. See? We, we we we've we've um <clears throat> let's say we we've, we've merchandised our faith can i say that we've made faith convenient we sit in church we sit in classes we what does faith look like in our individual lives do you of a morning, any morning, pick a morning, just not Sunday morning. Do you get up and find out what God wants to say to you that day? Do, do you get up and inquire of what God wants to do that day? Do you allow God to give guidance and, and leadership in your life through His Word, by His Spirit? to accomplish what God wants in your life as opposed to what we might want in our lives. God, here's, this is the way we do it. And I, and I was taught this way. God, here's all the things I want to do today. Would you bless them? And God looks at me and goes, because that's not what I want for you to do today. Here's what I want for you to do today. And I've already blessed it. See, by faith, goes on to say, Without faith, it's impossible to please God since the one who draws near to him must believe that he exists. Believe, that's faith. And that he rewards those who seek him. Then you go on down the list. By faith, Noah. And by faith, Abraham. By faith, Sarah. These all died in faith, verse 13 says. Although they had not received the things that were promised, but they saw them from a distance because they knew the God of the distance. See, God takes us the distance, folks. God never leaves us. He never forsakes us. Even when we feel forsaken, God's still there. They saw them from a distance, greeted them, and confessed that they were foreigners and temporary residents on earth. We're just residing here for a time. 
You've heard it said, our citizenship is in heaven. So what faith is, is this standing in a, in a practical and real way that my life is governed, controlled, and ruled by the God of this universe who spoke it all into existence and has been faithful in the lives of those who follow him. Okay? Chapters 1 through 10 build this all the way up to chapter 11, verse 1. Jesus. The supremacy of Jesus for our faith. The supremacy of what Jesus has done, the priesthood of Jesus that he accomplished what no other priest is ever or has ever going to accomplish. And that we trust him and we believe him and we live our lives by that faith. Okay? So what does faith look like? It's, it's our action. It's the steps we take knowing that God goes before us. Right? I had the opportunity to share the story. Remember when the, the Israelites crossed the Red Sea? What was the ground like they were walking on? Dry ground. Remember when they crossed the Jordan? What was the ground like? Huh? And the river didn't stop flowing until they stepped in it. Sometimes you got to step in the water before God will stop the water. See? So many times we ask God. We don't get the answer we prescribe. We believe God failed. And yet God never fails. We just don't have the perspective whereby we're called upon to pray according to the will of God. I told y'all before this little story, the little lady Mary Smith up in Maryland, one day she was leaving church church one day she was leaving worship and going out the door i said uh she said i'll see you tonight because we had sunday evening service there she said, i'll see you tonight i said uh if the lord's willing and the creek don't rise now i used to say things like that up in maryland because it would surprise people of a different let's say regional upbringing Mary Smith looked at me point blank. She went, the Lord's willing, the creek won't rise. <laughs> Rebuke accepted. Thank you very much. What's your faith like? Do you live the trust, the standing of who God is? That's what this chapter is about. They now, if they were thinking about where they came from, they could have gone back. But verse 16 says, but they now desire a better place, a heavenly one. Therefore, remember the therefore is the end of the thought. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them by faith. Where are we going? Place with God. That's our faith. Why do I trust that he can hold me? Because he's held others and because he's held me. 
you see? You folks have been so gracious to me over these last <laughs> several months. I'll be honest with you. God's the one that holds me up. God's the one that gives me energy. God's the one that sustains me. I trust Him. Trust Him for today. Trust Him for tomorrow. Trust Him for whatever comes next. By faith. See, if you know Jesus, that's where faith starts. He is the author and finisher, completion of our faith. So if you know Jesus, yay! Get closer, get intimate with Jesus. You'll see your faith grow. If you don't know Jesus, we want you to know Jesus. Maybe you know him, but but like so many in the Bible describes it, Paul describes it over and over again. There are so many that are childlike in their faith, or not childlike because that's actually a good thing, uh, <clears throat> are immature in their faith. They never grew up in their faith. See? There are those who know Jesus, but they just never grew up. I just want for you what God wants for you this morning. If you know Jesus, great. If you need to grow in your faith, grow. Maybe you want to be a part of what God's doing here at the gathering. Just come and be a part, okay? God's got cool things in store. I'm looking forward to it, okay? We're going to pray and then we're going to sing. You can respond to God however God leads you to respond. If you're embarrassed about coming up here, guess what? You can't see what people are doing behind you. Just come on up here. All righty? We'll pray together. All righty? Let's pray. God, thank you for today. Thank you that you are faithful. Thank you that you have done great and mighty things. And God, that you will do things that we can't even ask or think, that we can't even imagine. So God, help us to trust you. Help us to see you in the details. Help us to understand that you are at work all the time. God, help us to join you in that work. Help us to be where you are. Help us to stay so close that we don't miss. We don't miss the whisper. We don't miss the nudge. We don't miss the nuance. We don't miss the subtlety of trusting you with every step. Thank you that you're doing great things. Help us to be there. I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.